0: Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com My name is Yitzchak at Shalom and we're studying Sefer Divrei Hayamim uh, le- Now looking at Divrei Hayamim, Bet Perak Yod Gimel Rechavam has just passed away and his son Aviyah has taken over for him Shnat esrei lamelech Al yehuda. And this fits perfectly because of course Yoravam and Rechavam began their careers as kings in the same year and Rechavam ruled for 17 years so now it's the 18th year of Yoravam and Aviah becomes king over Yehuda. Shalosh shanim malach birushalayim b'shemimo michayu Uriel min Now this is strange because in the previous paragraph we were told, as we're told in Mal- in Melachim. That um that that Avia's mother was Maachabat Avshalom or Avishalom. Here we're given a whole different identity. and ben Avia uveiniravam. There was a war between the north and the south all the whole time. Veisor Avia to melchama b'chayil giborim melchama brami yot elef ish b'chur. He had four hundred thousand soldiers. He took with him to war veiravam arachimom melchama mishponem yot elef ish b'chur And he had eight hundred thousand soldiers in the north. So he went to Har Ephraim, which is right on the border, and made an announcement to Yoroban. That's something we do not hear even echoes of in Sefer Melachim, that Aviyah goes up to the mountain and announces, you should know that Hashem gave the kingdom to David uh, forever, Lo melach, it's a uh, an everlasting uh, covenant, like with salt, um, that Hashem made with David forever. ben David, al And here we're ge- hearing shades of the story that we heard in Malachim Aleph Aleph about Yeravam's supposed revolution against Shlomo, which is really uh, an opposition, evidently, to Shlomo's tax uh, tax uh, policies. Uh, and here he is being presented as someone who's rebelled against his master. And all sorts of low-life, empty people, uh, gathered to him. Vait rachavam, shlomo, and they rebelled against the proper king, my father, rachavam. Rachavam, hayan, na'ar, verach He was a young man and soft, he didn't have the ability, as it were, to stand up to them. And of course, it's not quite the story that we hear in Malachim. Or even earlier in Divraya Amin, but this is the way that Abiyam is presenting it. And you are trying to stand up against God's kingdom, who is in the hands of B'nai David. You have those gold calves. That God that Yerva made for you as gods. This is of course in Don and Betel you've also pushed away and rejected the Kohanim of Hashem and the Levim also you made Kohanim out of regular people anybody who comes with uh, an ox and seven rams and so you have kohen without God in other words you're allowing anybody to be a kohen, and this is as we see in Malachim Aleph and they were allowing anybody to come up to be a Kohen. However, the presentation, Malachim Aleph sounds more like Yeravam selected people from Ephraim and other tribes. Here it sounds like anybody who wanted to come could be a Kohen. As far as we are concerned, Hashem is our God. And we have not abandoned him. Laws of Nuhu. We have Kohanim or Bnei who serve God. And the and Mlachet and Levim are doing their work. And we have the proper mikdash. We have the proper service. We have the proper people. He gives an entire description of the daily worship in the Mikdash. Mak'tirim, the the they burn up to Hashem, Olot, baboker, baboker, meaning a korban made every morning, Uva by Erev, and in the and in the late afternoon, Uktorit Samim. We also burn the Ktoret. Um, and there is the the structure that holds the bread. Tahor and the Shulchan We have the golden menorah and its candles, the Vyerber which they burn every night. Because we keep the Mishmer Hashem. And in the meantime you have abandoned all of that. You have whatever worship you have with whatever people you have. We are the real thing. And this is the first that we hear in Devar HaMim, really, of the worship that's going on in the north, that we heard in more detail in Malachim. And we, here we have the, uh, the Kohanim who have their chatzotzrot that we're going to blast against you. Don't fight against Hashem, the God of your fathers. You're not going to succeed. He's begging them to stop this war. In the meantime, Yavam has an ambush that comes behind Raviyah and their people. So Jehovah in front of them and the ambush is behind them. Now Yehudah including Yaviah. Turns around they got the war in front of them and in back of them, the, the Yoravam and his troops facing them, and in back of them is the ambush. Machserim is a word again that we hear we've heard several times um in uh in, in the end of the Raimim Aleph when David was establishing the all the different jobs for the Mikdash. Uh and uh Yehuda turns around and they're in trouble, they're caught between the army on both sides. And they call out to Hashem, and they blast the tr- the, the trumpets, and the people all scream, Yehuda, And again, this is something we didn't hear nothing of this. In Malachim, God afflicts or attacks, And of and they all run away, and God hands them over to them, so that Yehuda beats Israel here. Now, you would think at this point, if that were the case, that Yehuda would then go to Shechem and uh, reconquer the north and establish themselves as kings over the north. That, of course, doesn't happen. According to this, smote them greatly. Five hundred thousand people died. And the B'nei Yisrael, in the north, were subjugated, were down. And B'nei Yehuda were strong because they relied on Hashem. And so he captured some of the cities in near the border, near the southern border of Yisrael, suddenly become part of Yehuda, uh, as avia chases your avam velo tsarku Avam, mm-hmm. odbi me aviahu vai gafe adonai vayamot And here we hear about Yeravam's death, which is also not recorded this way in Malachim, that uh, Yoravaham never again had the strength to go against Aviyah. And here he's called Aviyahu. He gets this uh, uh, stronger theophoric uh, suffix. And Hashem afflicts Yeravam, and he dies. Then he marries 14 women. He has 22 sons and 16 daughters. Of course, the very as we've seen from the very beginning, is far more concerned with lineage and, uh, and children than in other parts of Tanakh. So, Aviyah's words and his, what his behavior, what he did, Tuvim. And again, we hear about the Navi Ido who has a midrash, who has some sort of a commentary, as it were, and the words of Aviyah written there as well as the deeds of Rehavam, as we heard earlier. This is curious, because as I noted in the beginning of the parak, Aviyah's mother here is different than the one who was mentioned as his mother in the previous parak, Machabat Avishalom. Um, and here, Asa is presented as Aviyah's son. In Malachim Asa is a brother of Abiyah. They have the same mother, Machab, Atavi Shalom, Beamav, Shanim. And in his day, meaning Asa's, the land was quiet for 10 years. We're going to hear more about this, and as we're introduced to Asa, one of the few truly righteous kings that we hear about in both in Malachim and in Diverhamim. Uh In the meantime, we'll pause at this point and pick it up in the next podcast. In the meantime, you have a wonderful day.